Hello, everyone, and welcome to Heal Thyself, my personal favorite show, hopefully one of your favorite shows. And uh, as always, thank you for joining, taking the time out of your day. Maybe you're driving, maybe you're in the office, maybe you're at home, maybe you listen to it in the shower, but however you're taking in this information, I really bring a lot of gratitude, a lot of love for all of this information, being able to help you and your loved ones, of course. Today's show, there was a special report that came out about psyllium husk and the lead levels in psyllium husk. And you may ask what it is, or you may be familiar and know what it is. But regardless, if you suffered ever with constipation, we're gonna talk a little bit about constipation, but if you ever suffered with constipation, psyllium husk is one of the main go-tos by gastroenterologists, uh, functional doctors, naturopathic doctors, but if you are utilizing this, we got to find out which one is the best one. So I'm going to talk about which ones were found to have high levels of heavy metal lead and which ones are really much more safe to give to you and your children. Also, very special guest, the Fasting MD. You may know her as her name on Instagram, Dr. Amy Shah, is going to come here and talk about her, no, her new book, talking about the focus about energy. Why am I always tired? This book's going to be really amazing. We're going to go over all of the details as to what affects our energy, how it's tied into things like fasting and nutrition. So she'll be on shortly. But without further ado, let's really get into this psyllium husk constipation tie-in and uh, hopefully learn something. Constipation, we talked a little bit about it before in the past shows. It's common among all ages and populations in the United States. About 16 out of 100 adults have symptoms of constipation. More likely than not, you've felt constipation before and or have been, been constipated for a little bit of time. About 33 out of 100 adults ages 60 and older have symptoms of constipation. If you go back to episode 93, I talk about a few things. I talked about the digestive system as a whole, but really some things to help treat constipation. But according to the Mayo Clinic, signs and symptoms of chronic constipation include passing fewer than three stools a week, having lumpy or hard stools, straining to have bowel movements. It's also constipation. Feeling as though there's a blockage in your rectum to prevent bowel movements. Feeling as though you can't completely empty the stool from your rectum, right? Incomplete voiding and needing to empty your rectum using your hands or to press on the abdomen or finger to remove the stool from your rectum. Yes, sometimes it's that bad for folks. So any of these symptoms are really important for your practitioner to know to diagnose you with constipation, uh, chronic constipation, and really getting to the root cause. There's many different root causes that I'm going to go into, but constipation is certainly if we, and I'm pretty sure all of us have gone through it at least once in our lives, is really uncomfortable. And it can affect our overall health and wellness, our brain, the way we show up in the world. So if you are suffering constipation, uh, would love to help bring some recommendations to the surface, but also the psyllium husk part. Remember, that's a major intervention by so many practitioners. Something we're taught really early on is the power of psyllium husk in constipation. Some basic reasons for constipation. Obviously, you have to think about your water intake. Most of us are actually chronically dehydrated. So it's a very valid first intervention to think about, are we drinking at least half our body weight in ounces of not only water, but filtered water, mineral-rich water. Diet, of course, processed foods are going to cause inflammation, uh, are going to affect the way we digest food for sure. Um, 
as a whole, processed food, and we've made this intervention so many times for so many of you, I know we're moving towards a healthy diet, but know that inflammatory oils, sugars, processed carbohydrates, unhealthy fats are all going to affect your digestion and ultimately, and potentially the way you uh, move your bowels. Medications, notorious for affecting your bowel movements. Um, if you are on a medication, and suffering from constipation and didn't make the connection, definitely look at the package insert on your medication and see if that's one of the causative symptoms of, or causative factors for constipation. Pregnancy, that's very well known, constipation associated with pregnancy. Stress, of course, the nerves from your brain, through your vagus nerve, through your full body, going to your intestines, are going to really be affected by your level of stress change in scenery, of course, flying through air zones, uh, different time zones are going to affect your bowel movements. A lot of us have traveler's diarrhea and or traveler's constipation. Age, I mentioned before, as we get older, we're more susceptible to constipation. Of course, sedentary life, you got to start moving, moving that blood, moving that lymph, moving your whole system such that it can promote, uh, promote digestion. Some things for treatment, as I mentioned before, healthy diet, of course, drinking lots of water, physical activity, maybe even massages, um, and looking into the medications in your life. And then there's things like supplementation. Always, if you're wondering about the quality of your stool and where it lands, Google something called a Bristol stool chart. You can get it right on your phone. Look at the images. You have a little cartoon guide. And we in medicine use this as a guide to diagnose constipation and diarrhea. Your stool should look more like type 3 or type 4 stools. And there's a little description about it. But so check it out. If you are questioning, oh, am I, am I constipated? You know, what am I, how do my stools look? Is, is this a constipated stool? Is it a diarrhea stool? Um, because a lot of us maybe don't even know. So psyllium husk, as I mentioned before, is a major intervention that doctors across the board have been making. It comes from an herb called Plantago ovata, and it grows worldwide, but most commonly in India. You know, skincare isn't just about looking good, right? A lot of us want to look good, but it's not just about looking good. It's about nurturing your skin and being well-balanced from the inside out. And, you know, this world is flooded with a bunch of harsh chemicals that are really insulting our skin, our barrier. And you want something truly effective that is safe. Alitura is one of the best in the game. If you never heard of Alitura, you just think of, you might've seen some uh, black bottles with gold writing on it. It's one of the best. And they're always at health events and people are loving them and their quality. Alitura Naturals has crafted a serum that is not only safe, but also incredibly effective. Listen, a lot of you ask me where I get my glow from. This is a huge part of the equation. Their gold serum isn't just another skincare product. It's a testament to the power of natural healing and a commitment to holistic health. It uses organic ingredients like jojoba, olive, rosehip oils, and the gold serum is made organically with plant-derived vitamin A, not synthetic stuff, not that nasty stuff that you're getting in a lot of these over-the-counter products. GHKCU and marine collagen to revitalize your skin. Alitura Naturals has been using the best ingredients in their products for years. They've been pioneering the path for what truly transformed skin should be. So if you're ready to take control of your skin health and experience the pinnacle of natural beauty, I highly recommend checking out Alituria Naturals. For a limited time, you, the Heal Thyself listener, will enjoy the exclusive discount, just the Heal Thyself discount, only for you. That's 20% off of this gold serum. Go to alitura.com and use the code DRG for 20% off. That's A-L-I-T-U-R-A.com and get that 20% discount. It's amazing stuff. I use it every night before bed and I'm telling you, I'm on fire with my skin in a good way. Check it out. All right, let's face it. With all the toxins we're exposed to nowadays with processed foods, pollutants, and even stress, our poor livers have been working overtime. If you've been feeling sluggish, bloated, or just overall rundown, 
it may be time to give your hardworking liver some extra love and support. That is where Organifi's Liver Detox comes in. This convenient little capsule contains a powerhouse blend of clinically studied superfoods. This convenient little capsule contains a powerhouse blend of clinically studied superfood ingredients specifically designed to remove excess toxins and improve digestion, promote healthier energy levels, and just overall liver health. Now, one of the key ingredients is artichoke leaf extract, which has been clinically proven to help detoxify the liver and digestive tract. Then you got the all-star liver protector. You heard of it, milk thistle, an herb that has been used for centuries to give your liver a big old hug. That's not all. Organifi's liver detox also contains dandelion root, one of my favorite ones of all time, which is loaded with vitamins and minerals to promote healthy liver function and digestion. And finally, Trophalia, an ancient Ayurvedic formula packed with antioxidants that have been traditionally used as a powerful liver tonic, one of my favorite ones too. So whether you're dealing with sluggish digestion, low energy, or just want to give your body's main detox engine a little extra love, Organifi's Liver Detox has your back. Just take one to three capsules at any point during the day to start supporting your liver's natural detox pathways. All of us need to be supporting our liver. If you want to experience the energy boosting, liver supporting effects of this fantastic formula, head to OrganifiShop.com and use the code DRG for 20% off. That is O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I shop.com slash DRG. All right. Each plant produces about 15,000 tiny gel-coated seeds from which the psyllium husk is derived. Now of these, it's gonna be 90% soluble fiber. This is fiber that dissolves in water. And then the other 20% is gonna be insoluble fiber, doesn't dissolve in water. We need both to help with our stool, help with passing, help feed our gut bacteria, right? It's a bulk forming laxative. So again, what's happening is as your stool is moving through that digestive tract, it's bringing in more water, softening the stool, creating more bulk. So it's easing symptoms of constipation, right? It doesn't necessarily get to the root cause, particularly if it's caused by stress or the medication you're on or a really crappy diet or not drinking enough water. We got to get to the root cause, but know that this is really helpful at getting things going as well. Um, and it's also prebiotic, as I mentioned. So it's helpful for the bacterial colonies in the gut. There's also some evidence that it helps with cholesterol, cardiovascular health, and blood sugar. Sounds really good, right? Well, the problem is, is that we can find lead in these. And this is a rule of thumb, as I mentioned before. If it's coming in a powder, coming from an herb um, or plant protein or food, and it's in powder form, cacao, we really want to think about when it's concentrated like that and broken down, what are the levels of metals, right? So think powders and go, okay, wait, wait a minute. Before I ingest this powder, I got to look into the heavy metals. Well, the, the same stands true for psyllium husk. And we know that we found high levels of lead. So let's go into the product review and talk about the companies that had high levels of lead, the ones to stay away from and the ones to start bringing into your diet or change to. All right, so for the product review, some of the popular brands of psyllium husk you may have heard of or seen are Metamucil, Fiberol, Psyllium, Maalox, Daily Fiber Therapy, Unilaxative. These are all ones that you'll see, Rite Aid, CVS, Target, Walgreens. Uh, you might even find one at Whole Foods. Better, better brands, actually, but uh, they're very common across the board. And more likely than not, you're going to have a family member using one of these. Um, maybe older, but unfortunately, a lot of us younger, too. And before I, I jump into the, uh, the powders, and which one scored really poorly, which one scored well. Uh, I will say that in the knowledge bomb segment, I spoke about diet. 
always think about your consumption of dairy. Dairy is going to be really an issue for a lot of people and one of the causative factors for constipation. So think about that. I wanted to mention that before I go any further. All right. So let's start going into this investigation. What, what, do we fi- what do we find in these companies? Which ones to stay away from? Because some of them have alarmingly high levels of lead. So Consumer Labs very recently this year did a independent test and they do independent testings across the board with different products, consumer products. Um, so we have a better idea about what's in there. So they test heavy metals. They'll test different toxins. They'll even test for bugs and bug parts that we find, feathers that we may find. And yeah, believe it, there's, there's some of that stuff in the powders that you have. Um, they'll test that too. So uh, lead being notorious in a lot of these products was also found in this. And as I mentioned before, psyllium husk is a really big go-to across the board from cardiologists, endocrinologists, gastroenterologists naturopathic doctors, functional doctors. And the typical serving is about five grams or less. You know, as you work up to it, you always want to start lower, start start slower, maybe even a teaspoon, half a teaspoon, and work up to it and make sure you're drinking a lot of water, eight to 12 ounces with it. But before I say anything, as far as the heavy metal levels of lead in psyllium husk or psyllium powders, I'm going to put this in perspective. The FDA or no other state agency is testing psyllium husk lead levels. Understand that because it's on the shelf does not mean by any means that it's being tested by any agency, any regulatory body. So as I mentioned to so many people before, me and my best friend could go to the basement, create our own psyllium husk, put 99% baking soda and then 1% psyllium and call it psyllium husk and put it out there as a company. Unfortunately, that's where we stand as far as regulation. So lead we know can affect the neurological system. The brain cause cognitive effects in the brain. Reproductive system, right? If you're having issues having a baby, you got to get your lead checked. Developmental issues, immune system issues, hormones, energy production cycle issues. So you're not even fully producing energy as efficiently as you can from eating foods like protein, carbohydrates, and fats. So what do we find? Well, Consumer Labs tested eight different psyllium husk companies. And they tested per five grams of psyllium, which is a dose that is pretty common. People will take up to five grams, even more. And if you remember, I speak about different, different levels of lead that are allowed. I'll start with the California Proposition 65 level, which is the strictest. And I'll remind you, there's no safe level of lead consumption, right? And uh, we think we know, but if we have children, pregnant women adults who are sensitive, uh, who have a sensitive physiology constitution, then it's really dependent on how much intake we're taking throughout the day and can we avoid it? That's a better question. So uh, California Proposition 65 is 0.5 micrograms per day. And um, that's what we go for when we talk about protein powders, green powders. So Kate's Natural Organic Psyllium Husk, right, one teaspoon, is going to give you 11 micrograms per five grams of psyllium. It's really high, considering the California Proposition 65 is 0.5. Interestingly enough, remember, USDA organic does not mean no lead, no heavy metals, no cadmium, no mercury, right? It has nothing to do with heavy metals. It has to do with the pesticides, the way it's grown, right? What we know now from Kate's natural organic psyllium husk powder is that it's got really, really high levels of lead per five grams. And it's something you absolutely should stay away from, even if it's USDA organic. What else? Sun Energetic Psyllium Husk. 
which are capsule, capsules actually, per 6.9 capsules, which gives you about five grams, is going to give you eight micrograms of lead, way too high. Metamucil, one of the most famous popular ones that you're gonna see, is going to give you for 1.3 teaspoons, 3.2 micrograms of lead, way too high. Same goes with up and up fiber supplement, which is lower, but still it's at two micrograms. Now, psyllium husk caps at 1.3, still too high. The only two which came up as acceptable levels, safe levels of lead in the psyllium husk are organic India psyllium husk organic whole husk fiber and Yerba Prima, which is actually a really popular one. If you go to health food stores, it's the white, it's the white, um, if I remember clearly, it's the white psyllium husk with the red and blue uh, label. So, uh, and it's a little, it's a little canister that has 0.4, which is actually below California Proposition 65 levels. And this was in the independent testing of these batches. Um, so it's really important for us to know, see like what I'm trying to elucidate here is that all of these are readily accessible. All of these are on the store shelf from CVS, as I mentioned, to Target, to Walgreens, to a health food store like Whole Foods. None of these are actively regulated by governing bodies. Even if it's USDA organic, does not mean that, and this is the perfect example of Kate's Natural Organic, does not mean that there's no heavy, no heavy metals in it, particularly lead. So it's up to us to really know if we're taking powdered supplements every single day or powdered foods, anything in the form of a powder before you start ingesting it daily, particularly if it's daily, you got to make sure that you're staying away or at least you're acknowledged or informed about the levels of lead. Okay, so to tie it all in, Kate's Natural Organic out, Sun Energetic out, Metamucil out, Rite Aid out, Up and Up Fiber out, now psyllium husk capsules out. In Organic India Psyllium Husk, Organic uh, Whole Husk Fiber, Yerba Prima Psyllium Whole Husk. Two ones that pass the test, the other ones are out. So again, look, this if you're using psyllium husk, then now you know which ones to get. But even if you're using powdered anything, it's it would behoove you to ask the company to provide some third-party testing. And, and if you don't know how to read it or analyze it, send it to me, info at D-O-C-G-O-N-Z-A-L-E-Z.com, info at docgonzalez.com. Send it to me personally. I'll read it over. I'll go over it. It'll take two minutes. And then I'll give you an answer. And then you can go about it with either a peace of mind or making a switch. Um, that's all I got to say about that. All right, let's go to our special guest segment. I'm really, really excited to learn more about fasting, about how that connects to energy, about overall nutrition. This is one of the top doctors in the country. You've seen her all over TV. You see her all over Instagram. And she does an amazing job at disseminating some incredible information for us. So let's get to the guest segment. All right, everyone, today's special guest, Dr. Amy Shaw. She's a double board certified medical doctor and she is a nutritionist and she has an amazing book that's out that I'm I'm getting ready to read, Why Am I So Effing Tired, which is an amazing title for a book. Um, but she, she's she been talking about fasting for so long, nutrition about, so long, about it so long. So we really want to get to the bottom of so many questions about how we can up-level our health, optimize our health. Thank you for joining the show, Doc. I really appreciate you. Uh, thanks so much for having me. Yeah, yeah, it's a pleasure. I, so, so the book is out, and and first of all, I love the title. What made you pick that title? Okay, 
I'm so effing tired is the actual title of the book. And it's because for so long, for far too long, we've been saying this to each other. We've been saying this, you know, people have been saying this to their doctor. Uh, People have been talking about it in private. And really it's been brushed aside. And we basically say, well, if your lab tests are, you know, within normal limits at your annual physical, which we all know is uh, far from uh, complete, that, you know, maybe you're getting older. Maybe it's, uh, you have uh, your busy life, you have kids. And I, but I knew there was more to that. I knew there was more that we could give to patients more. Uh, there had to be more advice, more medical backed or science backed or anything backed advice about what's actually going on. And, and, and we do find that right. There's so many, uh, patients that we've seen go in and say, Hey doc, I'm really tired. But we can't get to the bottom of it because, unfortunately, as you mentioned, uh, annual physical is going to test a few things that may lend to your overall health, wellness, and fatigue. But there's so much more that we can test. Absolutely. If you're broken and there's something severely wrong, your annual physical may pick it up. And you, you even know even then, sometimes it doesn't. So it's such an incomplete way of checking full, complete health that... I myself went through a very, very difficult period. So the way I start the book, you'll see what is, um, I start with my own journey and I was in a really dark place where not only did I feel exhausted no matter what I did, but I also felt a little disconnected, almost out of my body, um, really always in my to-do list, unhappy, anxious, and really short with everyone I cared about. And I knew that, All of this, plus what was going on with my gut health, had to somehow be connected, but I wasn't sure because we never learned that in all of our years, not in my nutrition training, not in my uh, medical school training, not in my fellowships, not in my research did I ever learn how to fix that. Interesting. And and what were some of the gut, because you mentioned the gut issues, right? And you mentioned how you were presenting with fatigue and shortness. It sounds like some like out of your body, mood. What were you feeling in your gut? Because I know a lot of people who watch and, and listen to the show are suffering with gut issues too. So what are some of the things maybe that you were going through? It is not normal to feel pain and bloating and constipation on a daily or weekly basis. I thought that it was normal to feel bloated, you know, three to five times a week. It was normal to be constipated almost all the time, that it was normal to have, you know, upset stomach, you know, every few days. And that to me was normal. And little did I know what real, you know, good gut health was at that point. You know, the problem was, is that uh, we don't really tell people what normal is. We know what very abnormal or diseases, but I didn't know. And I think a lot of people may be listening don't or watching don't know that it is not normal to have a daily GI complaint. It is not normal to feel bloating almost every day. Um, so that were, those were kind of the things that I was feeling. And I really thought at some point, maybe it was all in my head. Maybe I was just thinking, overthinking this, Um, I didn't think that there were many things that you could do because people were offering medications for it. Um, But I I thought, I don't want to take, you know, something to help me go to the bathroom. I don't want to take something to help me get rid of the gas. It's got to be more than that. 
It's been a long time since I promoted a coffee because there's not that many good coffee brands. We got one of the best ones now on Heal Thyself. Are you ready to elevate your coffee game? And experience to prove that it's not only delicious, but it's also health focused. Let me introduce you to Purity Coffee. You heard me review them in one of my first ever coffee reviews as one of the best, and then my second ever one as one of the best. And it's one of the best still. It's an ultimate choice for coffee lovers who, who prioritize taste as well as well being. I'm gonna tell you what makes Purity Coffee stand out from the crowd. Every step in that process is rooted in health focused principles backed by solid scientific research based rigorous testing. They use the finest specialty grade organic Arabica beans and then move on to small batch roasting, ensuring that each cup meets the highest standards of quality. But what really sets Purity Coffee apart from all the other coffee brands is their dedication, is my favorite, is their dedication to purity and safety. Their beans undergo third-party testing to ensure they're free of pesticides, toxins, and harmful mycotoxins, those pesky substances that can wreak havoc on your health, causing issues like liver and kidney damage, digestive problems, brain fog, and fatigue. Purity Coffee also has some of the highest antioxidant capacity, and this is important because we have to understand coffee is actually really good for us when we're getting quality coffee. And the reason it's good for us and ensures so many benefits, especially heart health, is because of its antioxidant capacity. Purity has one of the highest antioxidants that you're going to find in coffee, giving you a powerful dose of healthy boosting compounds with every sip. Purity Coffee is grown on regenerative organic farms that prioritize soil health, animal welfare, and community well-being. They have certifications by USDA Organic, Rainforest Alliance, and Smithsonian Bird Friendly. You can also trust Purity Coffee is not only good for you, but also good for the planet. They have a range of roasts from their light medium roast with sweet fruity notes and their dark roast with rich bold taste. So to try out one of my favorite coffees in existence and one that I recommend to everyone still to this day, I've been doing it for years, is Purity Coffee. Go to puritycoffee.com and use the code DRG for 30% off of your first purchase. That is P-U-R-I-T-Y-C-O-F-F-E-E.com and use the code DRG for 30% off of your order. You know, living a long life is great. It is. We all want to live longer. But what's even better is living those years in good health, right? Free of the chronic diseases and the ailments. Unfortunately for many, the gap between lifespan and health span is way too wide. And we spent our last years ill, not enjoying our life to the fullest. And that's why I'm always into research-based products, quality supplements that are coming out to you, the highest, the best of the best, some of the best rigorously tested supplements. And one of my favorite companies across the board is Momentus. And they have two that I use every single day, creatine and collagen. These are the two powerhouses at work. I've been open and I've been working out more four times a week. I'm lifting heavy weights and these are staples. And, I, and not just me, I think everyone should be out working out, building muscle, staples to muscle repair and muscle growth. But what sets Momentus apart from the rest is its clinically researched formulas. For the collagen, it delivers 15 grams of collagen, supporting your body in various ways. And it's not just one type of collagen, it's all the types of collagen, right? A lot of companies just have one type of collagen. You want all the types of your body's absorbing and utilizing this collagen the way you desire the body to use it. But boy, oh boy, the gold standard for working out, if you're not on this, you don't even have to be working out. You can use it for your brain. It's creatine. Momentous creatine is fantastic. There's no fillers, no additive, pure, effective ingredients you can trust. Trust is everything when it comes to supplements. Momentous third-party test. There's no surprises. What you see on the package is what you get. So if you're like me, you want to feel your body with the best of the best, go to livemomentous.com and use the code DRG for 15% off of creatine and collagen and all their top-notch products. That is L-I-V-E-M-O-M-E-N-T-O-U-S.com with the code DRG for your discount. Yeah, and, and and it's so easy to go to Rite Aid and pick something up to 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 go to the bathroom. I mean, it's it's funny because right before you came on, I talked about um, psyllium husk, 
and and how there was high levels of lead found in a lot of these companies, which is interesting because a lot of these are given to kids too. Um, but you, yeah, you're right. Going, uh, we can go to the the drugstore and pick up anything, but essentially, it's not the answer. So, what did you find? So then, I'm assuming you dove in, and you and what was the point in your life where you said, "Whoa, like this is this is not anything I ever learned," and now. I'm I'm having this aha moment where I'm like, whoa, we can treat this. We can help the whole body. What happened in your life that, what was that moment like? The biggest lie that we are told in for our health is that our systems are separate systems. And you know, I think you talk about this. I talk about this. I had always learned about the hormone system separately from the gut, separately from the immune system, separately from the brain. And they were all separate organs. We treated them separately. There's different specialties and traps you go down um, for each of these types um, uh, of body parts. And really what I learned is the very essential knowledge that I think everyone needs to know is that they are not separated. In fact, there is a place in our bodies um, where the gut, the hormone, and the immune system is in constant conversation with your brain, and that is in your GI tract. So when we we have these gut bacteria that are in walkie-talkies with the immune cells and also our hormones, and they're literally talking amongst themselves and telling the brain what to do next. So when your gut bacteria notice that there is something going on, oh, he or she is eating a food that looks really foreign, it calls walkie-talkies the immune cells and says, hey, come over here. We got to create a little bit of, uh, you know, investigation in this area. So the immune cells come over, they investigate, they decide how to communicate with the brain that, that there's something bad here, whether it's a virus, a, you know, processed food, a toxic material, and they communicate with the brain. So what is happening in our society is that we're consuming foods, we're taking in toxins that are consistently activating this process, which is really called inflammation. When you think about the word inflammation, it's when the immune cells are coming in and checking out what's happening. And when they communicate to the brain that, hey, there's inflammation here, we gotta figure out what's going on here, your brain feels tired. Your brain feels signals of, hey, we need to slow down and figure out what's, what is this danger here. And so that's why inflammation is fatigue. When we feel tired, it's because we're inflamed. It's because our gut health is poor. It's because the communication between our gut, our hormones, and our immune system is creating a message to the brain that there's something wrong here. And think about this. This is happening all day, every day to us. Now, when it's happening in small amounts, our body can take care of it, right? But it's like, if you keep cutting the same area that over and over and scraping that same area, that wound is never going to heal. And that inflammation creates fatigue. That's that's so powerful. To, to, even the way you illustrate it with the signaling systems, right? The walkie-talkies is so so much easier to understand, right? I wish we, we were taught like that when we were little, right? That we understand that there's everything is connected. But an interesting thing you said is that the brain gets the signal to tell the body to slow down because there's some healing that needs to happen. You can't really slow down if you're on the go 
on the phone all the time, in the office, shutting down the phone, getting in the car, running around. That that on-the-go-ness to our nervous system is really not allowing healing. And so so there's not a lot of people who really say your fatigue is inflammation, right? And and that's essentially what you're submitting is that fatigue as a whole is based on this whole inflammatory concept, correct? Absolutely. The inflammation of this energy trifecta. So when I used to think of all these organs as separate, now I think, oh, there is inflammation because our gut, our immune system and our hormones have determined that there's a problem, a threat, an issue. And that's what fatigue is. And so if you're chronically feeling fatigue and burnout, you have to examine these areas. And really what I get into is kind of a deep dive into how do we fix this energy trifecta? How to balance it as a whole. And it's, it's I love hearing, uh, you know what I love? I, hear, I love hearing medical doctors going, the body's all connected. What do you mean? It's a whole system. I'm like, oh, thank you. You know, because it wouldn't antiquate a way to, to put a microscope just on the gut and going, okay, let's like, let's heal the gut and call it a day if we can, you know, but um, the understanding there's a sophisticated, elegant symphony of signals going on all the time. Um, so you mentioned food and you mentioned some toxins. Are those the two major things that you, that you're, that you're saying that really are affecting our gut health? Well, the major thing I talk about, well, the three major things. One is chronobiology, our internal rhythms are out of sync, okay? That's number one. Number two is our microbiology. So what we eat, um, when we eat, that's also out of sync. And the third thing is our psychobiology. So this is the powerful mind-body connection. As you know, you know, we were so tired in 2020, going into 2021, we didn't do much. And, you know, some of us even ate better, but there was this mind-body connection piece that we were feeling really stressed and our bodies were feeling the effects of that. So not only can your gut go and tell, give signals to the brain, but the brain, based on your thoughts, can give signals to that energy trifecta in your gut. So those are the three, the chronobiology, the microbiology, and the psychobiology are the three areas that we can control and we can fix to support our best energy and our best health. Mm. I, I haven't heard someone frame it that way as far as the three big elements for our biology. Uh, when, you, when you mentioned chronobiology, is that indicating the, first of all, all do all of us have the same chronobiology? Or, and also does that indicate when we, when we're supposed to sleep, when we're supposed to eat? Absolutely. So chronobiology for people who may be hearing it for the first time, it's the study of how our biological rhythms, our biology, really the entire body works on an internal clock. There's an internal clock that is both a central clock in our brain, but then there's a clock in every single one of our cells. And these clocks use cues to figure out whether it's day or night. So cues of light, cues of food, and um, there's a few other cues, but those are the two strongest cues to know is a day, is a night. And it makes sense because we cannot be doing everything at once. When it's daytime, the genes that are turned on 
are our metabolism genes, our, our critical thinking genes, our the genes that help us with the day-to-day life activities, the muscles. Um, that's why in the nighttime, you turn on these genes for repair and renewal. And that's why when people don't get enough sleep, for example, or they are traveling a lot and really feeling the jet lag, they will feel exhausted um, because your body is meant to do things during the day and it's meant to renew and repair during the night. And we are very familiar with this when it comes to brain and sleep, right? We know that when we don't sleep well, our brains don't function well the next day, but that is true for our GI tract as well. Our GI tract needs time to repair and renew. It was not meant to be used 16 hours a day as it is in our modern culture. Interesting because we do eat 16 hours a day. Uh, and, and it's interesting because a lot of us eat at nine o'clock at night. Some of us even eat like right before bed. And it, it, when you talk about the cellular signals, our brain signals, those clocks, it tells a different story, right? So we're giving these inputs that are not aligned with our biological clocks. And then what happens to our body? Is it, is it causing inflammation? Is the body going, what the heck's going on? We're out of alignment. Is, is, are we suffering then from the effects? Are they compounding over time? Yes. So just like the energy trifecta helps us kind of determine everything, that energy trifecta also goes into night mode, right? So at night, to about two to three hours before bed, there is a hormonal GI and brain conversation, mostly mediated through one of the hormones, melatonin, that a lot of people might have heard of. Melatonin gets released a few hours before bed, about two to three hours before bed. And it starts the processes of, hey, GI tract, instead of making digestive enzymes and insulin, let's work on repair and renewal. And it says to the brain, instead of working on complex uh, thinking, let's work on memory making and uh, repair and renewal. So you can imagine that when you're eating late at night, it's akin to someone waking you up in the middle of the night and asking you to do a complex math problem. Oh, my, my nightmare. That's a nightmare still for me. Yeah, That's literally it's a nightmare. <laughs> you not only will you get it wrong, most likely you will be pissed the next morning because someone woke you up in the middle of the night. And now you feel tired. So that's how, what we're doing to our GI tracts without even knowing it on, for most of us, like me, when I learned this information that was Nobel prize worthy, I was shocked that we don't give this information out freely to everyone to say, Hey, children, Hey, adults, if you want to optimize your health, just like you prioritize sleep, you should prioritize giving your gut a rest overnight as well. Mm, I love that, man, that, that, that resonates because sometimes I'll, I'll be in this work mode. Right. And then it'll be five o'clock, six o'clock. And I'm like, damn, I didn't really eat that much. Then, you know, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll maybe do a workout or a sauna and then I'll eat and it'll be seven thirty, eight o'clock already. And then you know what happens? My sleep is disrupted the whole night. I do not get deep sleep if I eat too late. That's for sure. The next day, the brain fog is out of this world, right? The like the clarity. I'm not as sharp as possible, you know, uh, and, and bloating, bloating and heartburn all day. It, it it's like a chain. It's a chain. And Doc, you know, and I know that we do all these things. Like you went to the, you talked about going to sauna, talked about going doing exercise, talked about eating healthy, and we do all those things. 
But then we forget that there's this chronobiology piece to it that would optimize our nutrition even more. In fact, eating a high caloric meal at the end of the day or at a very late hour is one of the worst things you can do to your metabolism. For example, there was a study where they infused glucose constantly in someone's blood. So the same amount of glucose every single hour continuously throughout the whole day. The body was fine from 8 a.m. all the way till 8 p.m. But then the volunteers who were getting this infusion at 8 p.m., their blood sugar started to rise and consistently rise through the night. And what the researchers basically said is, it's almost like you ate a dessert um, with the same number of calories. So you could eat the same food at 8 a.m. and the same food at 10 p.m. or midnight, and it will cause a much bigger blood sugar spike, therefore a much bigger insulin spike. And as you know, insulin is an anabolic hormone that tells you to store fat. It tells the body to grow. And so if you're someone who is trying to get your insulin levels down, both due to for diabetes or heart disease risk um, or cancer risk, or you're trying to lean out, eating late is not doing you any favors. So powerful. Such a powerful concept because how many of us viewing or listening to this eat late? You know, there's, hey, you want to go out to dinner? Okay, reservations at eight. We eat by nine o'clock, you know, nine, 9.30, we're still digesting. And then we go to bed at 10.30, 11. It disrupts our whole sleep and rising, rising in insulin is of course going to, like you mentioned, affect all our systems even more than it would in the day. It's interesting because back when I was in residency in oncology, I was doing research and I saw that there were studies on, you mentioned cancer, breast cancer, elevated breast cancer and nighttime eating. And it's all in the, it's all in the mechanism of insulin. And it's, and it's that ex, accentuated, overemphasized insulin that, we're, that you were feeling in the body. It's incredible chronobiology. That's what it comes back to. Yeah. And just to go on the cancer thread for a second, Ruth Patterson has a study that looked at just about 13 hours of fasting overnight. So it's very moderate. I mean, something that is pretty doable for so many of us. They, she took breast cancer survivors. She told them one group to fast 13 and a half hours. The other group did not get that advice. And she just said, hey, let's do this easy, cheap intervention and see if there's any difference. And she saw a 34% reduction in breast cancer recurrence after controlling for all the other factors. Incredible. Incredible. So after I read that, and I'm so happy that you said that, every breast cancer patient I had, I said, cut it off. As soon as night's falling, call it a day. Drink some water, you're good, but no more food. Um, and, and we all kind of have a little bit different biology, but as a rule of thumb, that's incredible to, to, we have to follow that. I love that you talked about that. So then, so then would you say that there is a window starting? Is it when we wake up or is it 12 in the afternoon? What is the best window to go? All right, here are my, my most calorically dense meals to, to eat. And, and I know that I'm working with my body. Okay. This is where the science gets murky. Okay, so we know that from the big breakfast study that eating a higher caloric load earlier in the day is beneficial. Where What they did is they took 700 calories, 500 calories, and 200 calories, and they timed it at different times of the day. And by and far, every time the 700 calories was at the end of the day, the 8 p.m. meal, 
they always had worse results with insulin and with inflammation. All, but it makes sense, right? If you're tying your meals to be lighter in the evening, which is completely the opposite of our culture. Most of us, a lot of even people who fast, they fast all the way through the day and then they have this huge caloric load at night which is not the way, that's not the optimal way of doing this. When you think about chrononutrition, think about evolutionary times, okay? Before we had microwaves and Pop-Tarts and refrigerators and lights, right? Now let's chat about something crucial, that is omega-3s. You know I'm all about keeping clean and pure when it comes to products, as well as food on my plate. But when it comes to supplements, Right? We have to make sure we have the best of the best, but especially when it comes to omega-3s. And, and I really mean it. Omega-3s are some of the most adulterated supplements that exist out there. And a lot of companies aren't doing it right. We need omega-3s for our heart, for our brain, for our eye health. You might not be getting enough nutritionally. When it comes to Peori, it's a quality brand, not only just with omegas across their whole line. They're extremely transparent. Every batch undergoes rigorous testing against over 200 contaminants, and you could check the results for yourself. And that's one of my favorite things. You can scan the QR code and look at the batch that is right in front of you that is on your shelf or on your counter, and you can see the results for this quality testing. Peori's O3 Ultra Pure Fish Oil delivers a potent dose of EPA and DHA without any unnecessary extras. Now, Peori is offering 20% off of their O3 Ultra Pure Fish Oil, the one that I take every single morning, and all their fantastic products to you, the Heal Thyself listener. That's 20% off even the already discounted subscription price. I want you to go to Peori.com. Use my promo code DRG, that's P-U-O-R-I.com slash DRG to take care of your health with some of the best omegas out there by Peori. These days, these days, it seems like everyone is carrying on a beverage, whether it's soda or flavored water or kombucha or coffee or tea. But not all beverages are created equal when it comes to quality and health benefits. That is why I become obsessed with Peaks Sun Goddess Matcha. I've been using this for, it's one of the first supplements I really invested in. It's four years ago, probably. And it's not just any old matcha powder. We're talking organic ceremonial grade matcha tea that has been meticulously screened for pesticides, heavy metals, mold, and even radioactive isotopes. Peak takes no shortcuts. Their matcha is cultivated by ninth degree tea masters in Kagoshima, Japan, using century old traditions. Their plants are shaded for 35% longer than usual to maximize the production of vital compounds like L-theanine for calm, steady energy and chlorophyll for its detoxifying anti-aging properties. I start every morning with a frothy cup of sun goddess matcha, not just for energizing my body, you know, we all want to get that caffeine kick, yeah, okay, but for the amazing gut health, metabolism boosting, and antioxidant benefits. The phytonutrients nurture my digestive system, the EGCG compounds help my body burn calories efficiently, and the chlorophyll gives my skin the awesome reading. You see I'm glowing right now, right? That's because of the matcha. There's perfectly proportioned packets that are easy to mix with water whenever I need to pick me up. So easy to make a consistent self-care ritual. Peak is offering you, the Heal Thyself listener, 15% off of their sun goddess matcha, plus a free beaker and a rechargeable frother when you go to peaklife.com slash DRG. They're so confident that you're going to love it. There's even a 30-day money-back guarantee. No code at checkout. Just go to P-I-Q-U-E-L-I-F-E dot com slash DRG. You're going to get 15% off plus all those freebies. You would not just roll out of bed and have your orange juice and bagel when, you know, a thousand years ago. You would usually roll out of bed, walk, get some sunlight, you know, get to get your food together to have breakfast. So it might have been a, an hour or two after you woke up. And that to me makes sense with 
the biology studies, that nutrition study, the big, big breakfast study just showed that, hey, if you had your meals um, earlier in the day, try to have more calories during the daytime hours. So evolutionarily and biologically, this makes sense that what you might do is if you start fasting at 8 p.m., you wake up in the morning at six o'clock in the morning, you may get some nature, get some uh, actual light, daylight into your eyes, into your retina, so it can go straight to the suprachiasmatic nucleus where that central clock is centered and say, hey, it's daytime, time to turn on metabolism, time to turn on the thinking. That's why you feel energetic when you get some natural daylight and nature time in the morning. And then maybe you do a fasted workout, which actually taps into some of the mechanisms where fasting is the most beneficial, which is in the zone of low glucose in our body. So if you've had pretty healthy meal at six or seven and you started fasting at eight and you've used up a lot of that glucose overnight, just based on repair and renewal activities during sleep. In the morning, you will be in a low glucose state. You might have some stored glucose in your liver, but when you start working out, you're going to use up that stored glucose. And then you're going to get into this special zone called the metabolic switch zone. So I actually recommend that when days uh, on days where it's appropriate for you to get a fasted workout that can amp up your results even more from your intermittent fasting. And that might be a nature-based workout, or that might be a few minutes of nature, and then you do um, an indoor workout. But pairing that uh, daylight and the fasted workout and then breaking your fast is the optimal way to do it. Wow. I'm telling you, you have inspired me to roll out of bed. I'm already doing, I'm already doing the uh, cortisol awakening, looking at the sun. That's there. But I'm doing my workouts later in the day, maybe like five, six. I'm so inspired now to get in that zone, that metabolic zone, that fasting zone yeah. of low glucose. But in my mind, I'm always like, God, I'm a little bit, I'm a little bit, I feel like I would be drained from working out. But because, you, you know, I feel like I need a little bit like maybe an apple or something. But do you find, do you find that people can, can uh, uh, sort of acclimate to that over time? Yeah. So say I was the same as you. So I always worked out because when, when I was in medical school, right after classes would end, I would hit the gym and in residency, there was just no time in the morning. I mean, you woke up at insane hours. And so I was always an afternoon, evening exerciser as well. But what I found is that when I first started doing it, it was just something simple, maybe yoga, maybe a walk around the block, you know, something really, because my, I, at that time, my workouts were at the end of the day. So I didn't want to do too much in the beginning of the day, but I loved the science and I wanted to know more. So I started to just do a little bit of a yoga or a walk in nature and just 20 minutes. And then I noticed that I started to get more used to it and my tolerance for this went up. So if you, you may know or may not know, uh, the elite marathoners of the world, uh, like the Kenyan marathoners, they regularly train fasted because they know about this metabolic switch. They know that if you can train your body to get good at switching fuel sources, that is going to help you in long form exercise. That's going to help you because you know, in a race, they'll be switching back and forth many times between using sugar for fuel and then using fatty acids for fuel. Um, so it is possible to train for that. You want to start out really easy. That metabolic switch zone, unfortunately, is not something we can check 
by blood, sugar, or stick or urine yet. You basically have to put yourself in a situation where you're going to use up the glucose that you have. And most of us will feel a little bit hungry when our glucose stores get low. Yeah, that that's that's certainly me. I'm like, oh, I'm a little bit hungry, actually. I kind of don't want to work out, go through a workout, but but uh, but it's sort of just start, like you said, starting slow, going going for the walk or maybe maybe a little light jog in the morning, going up the hills. And I live in the mountains, going up and down the hills. But I think I think that's a great idea. I'm so inspired. I'm telling you, I'm gonna do a workout video. And I'm let gonna, me know. I, let me know. I'm what gonna you tag think. you. I'm gonna tag you. I'm gonna put the time. I love that. I'm gonna put the time. A little yeah. tag on the time. A little tag on you. Inspired by my morning workout, I'm gonna get all my community to start working out in the morning. I love it. It's it's it literally. So the 2019 New England Journal of Medicine article that came out with this information was met with a lot of resistance because there was many many people who said. Well, you know, you're saying intermittent fasting is good, but it's really just caloric restriction. And the lead author, Dr. Mark Madsen said, no, we're finding in all of our studies that it's not just the caloric restriction. Yeah, of course, you're not making good decisions when you eat late at night. So cutting out that late night eating is going to be beneficial and you probably will eat less calories, especially processed calories. But the magic, he said, is in this metabolic switching that is when we get downstream effects, such as what we get with exercise. Like exercise, as you know, it's not just a muscle exercise. You get all these downstream longevity and inflammation and uh, a boost in your BDNF, which is brain-derived neurotropic factor. So, so many uh, amazing benefits from that. By, by simply getting into that metabolic switch zone by working out or moving early in the morning. So you're utilizing, so basically your glucose levels, as you said, are low then you're tapping into liver. And then once you well, and then you once you use up your liver store, that's when the body says, okay, I'm running out of liver stores. I'm going to have to use fatty acids for fuel. And um that going to get fatty acids for fuel while you're fasted. And then when you eat, then the body's saying, okay, now let's switch back to glucose. That switch back and forth is where the magic is. And, and the more you do it, your body gets more efficient over time of understanding, okay, you know, we're now we're switching back to glucose, oh, back to fatty acids. I got it. Yes. It's like a metabolic muscle that we are not ever using, right? Like the metabolic flexibility muscle that we literally, a lot of people have not tapped in their entire life. No, no, not, not at all. A lot of us are overfed, right? And we have so much glucose flowing through our blood and into our cells and stored that, that we don't tap into it, which is what I love what you talk about in fasting um, as a whole. So amazing stuff. The, the book is out. Yeah, it's out. It's been, um, it's about two and a half, no, three weeks now. The book is out. Uh, the, the, I'm waiting for my copy. I'm going to go right through it as soon as I get it. I'm going to speed read it. Right, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna put in all the my, my favorite bullet points. Um, is there so so for the viewers and listeners, you know, if they want to start something now, but they, they, let's say, okay, I'm gonna purchase the book, but what can they start right now? Just three things you think that we can do. Um, and um, once they purchase the book, there is a free three day jumpstart because so many people ask me, you know, how do I just start right away? And so I have that. You can sign up for it on my website um, at amymdwellness.com or at imsoeffingtired.com, which is the book site. Basically, if you want to start today, 
make sure that you're allowed to, first of all, you need to talk to your doctor and say, hey, I want to start some of this chronobiology gut health stuff, which includes 12 hours of overnight fast. So that could be your first step, right? A lot of people don't even can't even fast from 8 p.m. to 8 a.m. It's very difficult. It sounds easy, but it's really difficult because we live in a very sugar-addicted, food-addicted world. So eight to eight, overnight fast, okay? And then in the morning, get some daylight, natural daylight. The lamp in your room doesn't count. That has like 500 lux. Natural light has about 10,000 lux of light, L-U-X. You need that light to sync your circadian rhythms. And then maybe you go for an easy 20-minute workout. Um, we know that the magic number for nature time anyways is well, 120 minutes a week. So maybe you can get that in with your morning. Um, I also have that time. We didn't talk about the psychobiology piece much, but this is the time, guys, that you can multitask because we all love multitasking. You can use this time to edit your life to edit what brings you energy, what is bringing you down, what do you want to do in your life that brings you passion and purpose? Like that one minute or a couple minutes that you're standing looking at the sun, you can be very productive by um, doing some self-reflection, whatever that is for you. I love that. Three, e but and, and here's the most beautiful part, cheap. How much did all that cost? We can do that easily and we can do that daily. Getting, it's literally getting closer to our true body's nature and nature as a whole. Um, and I love, I love that we're taking that approach. So, all right. So uh, where do the viewers and listeners find you? You mentioned your website. Um, you're also on Instagram. Where, where can we get the book? We, we want to know. Yeah. Thank you. Um, I'm at FastingMD on Instagram, F-A-S-T-I-N-G-M-D. I'm at Amy Shaw MD on Twitter and Facebook. Um, I am at amymdwellness.com as my personal site. And the book is at imsoeffingtired.com. And you can get it anywhere books are sold. Get it from your local bookstore. Get it from, you know, the favorite small shop that you love. I love that. Thank you so much for joining the show. I mean, I love the, the mix of relatability and science. You know, you make it really like, fun and easy for us to, to listen and want to make those interventions, you know, and empowering, which is the most important part. So I love what you're doing in your career. I'm so excited to read the book and thank you for joining the show, doc. I appreciate you. This is so great. Thanks so much for having me. Dr. Amy Shah, always coming through with amazing information. I've been a fan. I've been watching her Instagram for quite a while. I love what she's doing as a medical doctor and really bringing in the importance of all of these factors that we spoke about today into what that means in overall health. Thank you, doctor. And thank you for everyone showing up as you always do. And for those of you who've been consistently doing it, I bring you lots of joy and love and gratitude. And for those of you who have just started and this might be your first show, I welcome you all. So much love. Thank you for rating, reviewing, subscribing as always. Hope you enjoyed this show. Hope you learned a lot and send it to your loved ones. I'll see you next week.